and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things spirituality, well-being, wellness at a 101 level. So if you've ever wondered what a blocked root chakra is, or if the law of attraction really works, or what crystals are all about, then this podcast is for you, and the universe led you here for a reason. So thank you for joining me. I'm Michelle Schoenfeld. I'm a master energy healer and reformed couture-aholic coming to you from Bodrum, Turkey, which is a really, really beautiful little village set on the Aegean just across from Greece. So normally this podcast is done out of the Eaton Workshop in Washington, D.C., but I am here as a well-being resident um, and looking forward to sharing everything with you while I am here. So I work with the Life Co., which is the world's best detox center, like literally, they've won pretty much every award for their detox. And detox in Europe, in this area of the world, does not mean from drugs, um, although some people probably do do that. It means detoxify, as in detoxify your body from heavy metals, from all the different, um, just kind of like poisons, to be honest, that we put in our body from the food we eat, from the air we breathe, from the lotions we put on our skin, etc. So I am doing this from my front porch, and I wanted to do a little recap to let you know what I'll be doing over the next two months, and you're going to hear some sounds in the background because I wanted you to be part of it. I have roosters in my front yard right now. <laughs> oh, there's some chickens. <laughs> and there's a boat going by. The really beautiful Aegean is in front of me. It's gorgeous out today. It's about 80 degrees, but zero humidity. And I have a big, beautiful pink bogan villa kind of blowing in the wind and a beautiful white linen curtain that's kind of blocking me a little bit from the sun. So... I wanted to talk to you about uh, well-being in general. As you know, those of you who've been listening, and welcome to those of you who are new, but this podcast covers everything that has to do with wellness and well-being at a 101 level. So my goal is to just kind of talk and touch on different topics, whether it is meditation or yoga or alkaline bodies, any of those kind of things, energy, clearing, grounding, at a very simple level that's easy to understand that then you can get onto Google or do your research or go to Mind Valley or whatever you want and learn more about it. So hopefully things I say will resonate with your soul or resonate with anything that you're interested in or feeling and you'll want to learn more. And there's two ways to go about that. Um, actually, there's a lot more than two ways, but one way is to DM me and I can point you in the right direction or ask me questions directly. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Schoenfeld Official. Or you can always email me any questions, and I will answer them on this podcast or privately. It's up to you. And that's Michelle, with two L's, at michelleschoenfeld.com. So that's enough of that little housekeeping bit. But So what led me to Turkey, and why am I here? I am here because I had cancer, and um, five years ago, I was just in remission this May, so it's only been a couple of months. I'm very happy about that. But when I first want, was allowed to travel after all my treatments, I wanted to go to India or Turkey, which are two places I'd never been before. And India, to be honest, at the time was my first choice because it's you know kind of like a spiritual mecca, right? And my grandfather had set up some of the national park systems and done some consulting there with wildlife. He's a biologist, actually a pretty famous ornithologist, I'm proud to say. 
And so I wanted to go see what he saw. And unfortunately, it was August, so I couldn't go. Or I should say fortunately, because the universe led me to Turkey, and that changed my life. I came with my dear girlfriend, and we called it the summer of our big love. And what we didn't know at the time was that that meant big love for her. She literally met her big love, got married. I married them here in Turkbakir, which is Bodrum, Turkey, two years ago. And now I'm proud to say she is pregnant, which is not letting any cat out of the bag. It is public knowledge. I'm so excited for her to have little unicorn babies. And I found big love in self-love. And I talk a lot about self-love and balance. Those are kind of my two favorite things to talk about because if you can truly learn to love yourself, then everything else in life is manageable. You can approach things from a different perspective, a different lens, because if you truly feel balanced and feel self-love inside, and you're not looking for any outside validation in that, then you can approach every situation, whether it's family issues or money issues or relationship issues or anything, from a place of love, which makes you feel much more confident and grounded and calm. And um, anyway, so that's, I can talk a lot more about that. I, have a, I will do a whole podcast on self-love, actually. And I'm pleased to say that my friend, who I was just talking about, will be a guest next month, I believe, and talking about manifesting big love and never giving up. She was a little bit later to get married and really just never gave up, knew it was going to happen, but also wasn't concerned about it, knew that either way her life was going to be great. And as soon as she kind of released that anxiety, literally it seemed like the next day she met her um, Benicio, as we like to call him. <laughs> so back to today, this is a recap. I started working for the Life Coast. So I came here to Turkey, loved the experience, fell in love with it, felt like my soul had lived here before. There's a little town called Gemushluk, and it's the lost, I should say, sunken city of Mindos, which was um, has been Greek and Ottoman, and now it's Turkish. And there's a lot of history there between like Brutus and Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. And the minute I saw it and put my feet in the water, I felt like I was home. It was just one of those things. It spoke to my soul. I immediately felt at peace and relaxed, as if nothing else in my life or the world mattered because I had found home. And it's a really kind of a hard thing to explain. I'm going to do uh, a show from there this month as well. And I will be interviewing some people who live there, an amazing mandala artist and a couple other spiritual people who I think you guys will love and share this whole um, spiritual journey that I've been on, but also this area of the world. I really think that Turkey and this area, Bodrum, uh, this coastal area in general, has the potential to be the new well-being spiritual mecca of the world. Kind of what Costa Rica was 10 years ago, maybe, and what, you know, Phuket, Thailand. I think that this area of the world, this, this Turkish, they call it the turquoise coast, has so much potential, so much healing energy, whether it's, you know, 2,000-year-old olive trees or the beautiful crystal clear blue Aegean Sea. There is definitely something healing in this water. In fact, the Hurriette newspaper uh, interviewed me for a really beautiful article that came out this June talking about finding happiness. And basically, it was like, if you're happy, great. And if you're not, change something in your life. And for me, finding Turkey and making some changes in my life brought some really extreme happiness. And I was back in Washington, D.C. after my trip. I'd come a few times. Uh, it was cold. I had just sold my house. I moved to a smaller condo in the city. And I was up on my roof deck doing a meditation early in the morning, and I connect. So when I do some of my deeper meditations, I kind of leave my body. I connect with my spirit guides. I 
access the Akashic Records, those kind of woo-woo things, but it works for me. And immediately was given the message that I needed to come back to Turkey, that this is where my soul's purpose had to do with Turkey. I was like, I can't go back. It's expensive. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to, I'd sold my business at the time or kind of uh, uncoupled from my business, shall I say, shall I say, I had a medical spa and was trying to figure out what to do next. I love well-being. I love healing. Um, but you know, could I really do it full time? Cause I was always coming from a very corporate background. So I get this message and I ignore it. And then a couple days later, I get the message again. And I ignore it. Two more days go by. I, it was the beginning of May. Now I'm in June. And I was like, okay, I can't ask for direction. I can't ask for a sign from the universe and then ignore it. I need to follow my own advice. When you ask for these messages and it's delivered, you got to follow it. Act in spite of fear, right? Kind of like, you know, Richard Branson says, when you, an opportunity presents itself, say yes, and then figure out how to do it. So I was like, well, I bought a ticket. I came to Turkey. I interviewed with three different well-being centers, walked away with three different offers and chose, ultimately chose the Life Co., because I just figured, um, I shouldn't say figured, I felt a consistency and authenticity with who I am and the type of healing I do. I'm an intuitive energy healer. I do do some hands-on work, but I really prefer to work with groups versus individuals. And I felt that there was a really great need here, but it also felt good to me. There's a very symbiotic relationship. And a lot of times for healers, uh, empaths, light workers, when you give, and for anybody in general, when you give back, when you help other people, it comes back to you times infinity. So for me, when I help people, when I help them heal, and I do heal, I work with healing people, but my favorite modality is teaching people how to heal themselves. Because we all have that ability, every single one of us, every single one of you listening. First of all, if you're drawn to this podcast and you're still listening, you're still tuning in, then that means you are either awake or you're in the stages of awakening, of your soul kind of wanting to know more. And so that's kind of what I like to do is help people wake up, help people find their inner calling and help people learn how to heal themselves. The mind-body connection is really powerful. I do a lecture at the Life Co. called The Body's Ability to Heal. And it's basically learning how to heal yourself. And a really good example is placebo effect, right? It's that medication, anytime a medicine is uh, approved in the United States or pretty much anywhere else, it has to go through clinical trials, multiple. First, it's in the lab, then it's in rats, animals, then it goes to about three rounds of people to make sure it's safe and to make sure that the side effects don't outweigh the benefit. So anytime they do this, the only way to know that it really works is to have half the group gets the actual medication, the other half of the group gets placebo, which is just a sugar pill, or if it's an injection, it's a saline. And what they've noticed is that there's always a group of people in that placebo group who are getting no medication who get better. And sometimes it's 20%, but sometimes it's 40, 50, 60% of the people get better because they think they're getting a medication. They think they're getting better, and so they do. And that's just a very simple example of the body's ability to heal. Another one coming out of the North American Journal of Psychology is it was a study done with college athletes, and they broke these two groups of athletes up for four weeks. One group worked with a, psycho, uh, with a hypnotherapist, and one group worked with a physical trainer. And the group that worked with the physical trainer worked out every day. They did weights, strength training, and cardio. The other group that worked with the hypnotherapist 
went through the exact same workout in their mind, just through hypnotherapy and visualization. At the end of the four weeks, they found that the group that had worked out with the actual trainer lifting weights grew their muscle mass, their, um, their strength by 27%, and the group that never touched a weight and worked out grew their strength by 24%, and they never touched a weight. So those are just two really good examples of the body's ability to heal, and that's what I love to teach. So I came to LifeCo, and I did a retreat called Heal Your Life in the Winter, it was a week long. It was wonderful. And then I came back and did a two-month residence, um, the end of April through the beginning of July. And now I am back again. And I just really love everything that they do. And this is not an ad for the Life Code. They're not paying me to do this at all. I just really feel that there's so much validity to detoxing your body, cleansing your body, balancing it, mind, body, and soul. Meditation is important. Yoga is important. Uh, but so is, and so is diet. They do alkaline. Everything there is vegan and raw. So you can do a raw food diet. You can do juicing. You can do the master cleanse, which is a whole combination of things. But they're all natural, and they're all designed to alkalinize your body and detoxify it. It's such a wonderful program. And there's oxygen therapies and ozone therapies and infrared saunas and yoga, meditation, all these wonderful things that you can do while you're going through the cleansing process. So I found, so I came here, I taught, I loved it. And I found that when I was here, because I was doing my life's purpose, I had so much energy. I looked younger in photos. I felt younger inside. I don't necessarily need to lose weight. I'm kind of thinner naturally, but I can get fluffy, you know, that layer of visceral fat. Um, And even though I am vegan myself and I try to have a very alkaline diet, I can still uh, not always be great, you know, having a glass of wine or having simit, which is my favorite bread covered in sesame. Um, You know, occasionally late night French fries, things like that that are technically vegan, but are definitely not healthy for you. But aside from that, it's so easy when I'm here to just eat healthy, to drink healthy, to exercise, to meditate because I am doing my life's purpose, because I am living what I was meant to live and helping people and adding value to their lives. So that is what led me back to Turkey. And I just wanted to cover that a little bit today in the podcast, because I want you to really stay tuned for the next several episodes, because I am going to be having some really great people. I'm going to have a another healer, a master energy healer and well-being expert that has 20 years experience more than I do probably who teaches uh, some yin yoga and some really fun stuff. And I'm going to have him on. I'm going to have the chef on, hopefully. Um, The English is not great, but we'll see if we can work a little bit with the translator, talking about the importance of raw food in your body. Uh, You know, part of being alkaline, anytime you cook food, a lot of times you lose, uh, it becomes a little bit more acidic. But there's so many great, great ways to stay healthy and have great flavor and be full and be satisfied and still not have your food totally cooked. Um, I'd have a mandala artist. I'm going to have an acupuncturist specialized in Chinese medicine. Um, A couple more people who do different types of meditation than I do. And it's going to be really, really interesting. So send me in your questions so I can have them answered and to make sure I'm covering all the things that you would like to hear. Now, the last time I was here, I mentioned I was here for two months earlier. I was planning on doing my podcasts and I didn't. I stayed totally unplugged. And for whatever reason, I needed to be off social media as much as possible. I needed to kind of replenish my battery a little bit. Because even though I teach this and I love it, 
And I feel, you know, the law of attraction changed my life. It really does work. What you focus on expands and really keeping your mind positive and keeping your vibration high. I believe in all that. And I think that it really can change your life if you can learn how to do it. In spite of that, I slip. I'm human. You know, we're all human. And sometimes I will get caught up a little bit in social media um, and just needing a little outside validation which I know I don't need. I love what I do, but sometimes it just can be a little daunting because, you know, we are business is business. It's important, right? We need to make money. It's not about ego. It's not about vanity. We, again, we need to have balance, right? Everybody says you want to feed your soul, not your ego. And that's true to a point. It's so important to feed our soul, but you know, we need a little ego because the ego keeps us going to work and making money and we need money to live and buy food and travel and do the things that we really, really enjoy to do or that we really enjoy. So I just needed to kind of balance my own energies a little bit, and I was really glad I did. So I get back here. I'm, I know I'm all over the place, but I'm so excited to do this little recap show today. I get back here, um, and my first day back at work, they let me know that they actually didn't need me that day to come back the next day. They kind of, I think, double booked a little bit on the therapists who are here. And at first I was upset. I was like, wait a minute, I just flew all the way here and I'm supposed to be teaching and I love adding value to people's lives and I love my meditations and I feel like this is my home. I feel like, you know, honestly, this is where I belong. And so to be told I couldn't, is like somebody closing the door in your house. And that's not really what they did at all. They're wonderful. They welcomed me, but that's how I felt. So I had to figure out why am I feeling this way? Why am I letting this affect me so much? Yes, a little jet lagged. I had some dental work in Istanbul, you know, from my accident, which I talked about earlier. I was in a really bad bike accident. So my energy is probably a little bit off just from traveling and being tired, but it was more than that. So I decided to go down to the water. It was, the sun was setting. It was beautiful. The full moon was almost, it was almost full. It was coming up behind the mountains as the sun was setting in the sea. It was really a gorgeous visual, nice pink sky, the Aegean really deep blue, almost purple. And it's a little bit off season here, so a lot of the restaurants are closed. And I just walked right down to the beach to a place I'd never actually been before, took off my shoes, hiked up my dress, put my feet in the water, <laughs> did a really nice clearing and meditation. And just feeling the coolness of the moon on me to help kind of balance and clarify my energy and feeling the nice cold water on my feet, this beautiful water of the Aegean that's connected to all the water on Earth right? Goes by Israel, goes to Africa, around the United States, everywhere, this beautiful healing water. And just really kind of decompress and clear and cleanse. And when I was done, kind of shook my hands out, put them in the water, put them on my face, felt the coldness. And as I turned around to go back towards the shore, I heard somebody call out my name. I said, Michelle, is that you, Michelle? And I turned around and there's this beautiful dark-haired woman swimming towards me and it's dark so I couldn't really see what she looked like and as she steps out of the water kind of wrings out her hair she starts to tell me oh my gosh I was hoping that was you I just want to tell you I took your retreats in the winter and it changed my life and I just looked at her I was like wow thank you she's like I didn't know if I'd ever see you again but I just was always thinking if I do so many times in my mind I went over what I would say to you and now I don't know what to say other than thank you you changed my life and she proceeded to tell me how for 10 years she'd been seeing therapists, done workshops, gone to different wellness retreats, and couldn't clear these issues. She lives in Istanbul. And she just couldn't clear them, couldn't clear them, just really been holding around this pain for a decade. And coming and taking my retreat, she went back home, 
not realizing how much it really affected her. And everything had changed. She had a different perspective. She was happier. She felt lighter. And everything literally changed in her life. And she said she told so many people about it and always was wondering how she could ever, ever thank me enough. And I don't mean to be bragging about this, but I will say that it felt so good and I was so happy, but I was moved because helping other people changes my life too. It's what makes me feel good. And a lot of times in my classes, I do healing guided meditations in the evening. About two thirds to half the people will just kind of thank me and leave, or maybe look down and just quietly leave because they can be heavy and tired and wonderful. But the idea is then you're relaxed and go to sleep. It's sometimes a little hard to sleep while you're cleansing and detoxing. And then about a third of the clients will stay and they'll wait in line to talk to me and they'll be like, you know, tell me different stories or how the meditation affected them or they felt like I was speaking to them specifically. I am an intuitive, so a lot of times I am. But this was not one of those women. This is somebody who never actually came up and spoke to me, who never told me. And I've had other people say that they've healed from me or I've changed their life or thank you so much or it made such a difference and I love it and it's wonderful and it feels so good. But this woman never actually spoke to me, so I didn't recognize her. So to have her come up eight months later and tell me this story that randomly, I was not going to go to the beach that night. I had just flown in. I was tired. And it wasn't the beach at Life Co. or someplace I'd ever even been before. It was a random beach. I just wanted to go someplace I wouldn't see anybody I knew. And I asked her, oh, wow, are you back at Life Co.? And she said, no, I feel so good. And I loved it here, but it was December, January. It's kind of cold, a little rainy. She's like, I wanted to come back on holiday. So she was actually here on vacation, not even staying here, staying, I think, at the addition in, in Gunduan. And, or maybe it was Yulikovic, but she came just for the day. And again, had never been to this part of the beach either. It just felt like going for a swim before she went back. And how random, how serendipitous. It's not random. The universe works for a reason. She needed to thank me and have closure. And I needed to heal it. I needed to hear it and feel validated and remind myself that I love what I do. I love helping people. And whatever's happening, whether it's at work or it's with my friends or what, it doesn't matter. That's not what's important. What's important is how do I feel? I feel I'm adding value. I feel I'm helping people. And I love it so much that if there's a detour and the, inter- and the universe is intervening, then there's probably a reason for it. So look, if I had been teaching the meditation that night, I would not have been at the beach and I would have not spoken to her. She would not have had that closure and that wonderful feeling. We're now connected on social media, which feels great. And I would not have heard these words. I needed the reminder. And I'm so grateful to the universe for giving me that reminder because I needed it. I needed it, right? When I heard I was kind of double booked and for whatever reason, that little girl inside me who feels maybe not worthy sometimes or like, wait, I'm important. I'm valuable. I've worked hard here and I love it. How am I not being the priority? Well, that's BS. That doesn't matter. That's not what was going on, but that's how I chose to see it and feel it. And I knew it wasn't right, but I couldn't clear it. So I went down to the beach, cleared it out. And as I did, that was rewarded with this wonderful interaction with this woman. And the next night went and taught back at LifeCo, had a wonderful, beautiful meditation last night, had 15 people in the class, several people, again, loving it, enjoying it, a couple private sessions today. And it is what feeds my soul. So I'm telling that story as a reminder to you, again, not to necessarily brag, um, although there's nothing wrong with being appreciative and sharing. Like, I'm not ashamed of this. I'm good at what I do, and I love it, and I love adding value to people's lives and helping them. I'm sharing this story 
as yes, I'm reminding myself that it feels good and that I am worthy because I have to remind myself that as well. The poor little hippie kid growing up in a commune sometimes forgets that she's worthy. It doesn't matter, you know, what you look like or how much money you have or what you're doing as long as you feel good inside. But to remind all of you who are listening, and maybe it's you, maybe it's a loved one, needs to hear this message that just go with what feels right and it will not steer you wrong. And sometimes we have to act in spite of fear and be out of our comfort zone. Flying halfway around the world to Turkey was definitely out of my comfort zone. Coming to this small town where I knew nobody on my own and interviewing with places who had never heard of me put me way out of my comfort zone. I had a successful career in pharmaceuticals for 10 years. I was co-owner of my own very successful business for 13 years. And now I'm applying for a job where nobody knows who I am. And it was humbling and it was scary and it was exhilarating and exciting and it fed my soul. So I'm telling you this, that you can do it. If there's something that you want to do, go for it. Don't think about the what ifs or if it makes sense or not. Go with how it feels. I mean, yes, we have to be a little bit practical, right? I'm not telling you to like just throw all caution to the wind. Like you want to have a plan to some degree and you want to make sure it feels right, that it feels like something that you should be doing. And if that's the case, then go for it. Take little baby steps every day or take a big leap. Whatever is right for you in your life, you can do it. You can do it. If it's the right thing, then just go for it. So that's why I share that message because I never in a million years, four years ago, thought I would be doing this. Definitely not six years ago, sitting in bed with cancer, like bald and skinny and you know thinking I was gonna die. Or 15 years ago, being caught up in the materialistic rat race of DC and loving it. I loved going to all the events and doing PR and being at all the right restaurant openings and being in magazines and being on TV. I loved it. It was the right thing for me at the time, but it wasn't right for me in general. It was showing me a part of my life that I could have. It was showing me lessons. It was teaching me things and it was helping me relate to a larger group of people. I know what it's like to be sick. I know what it's like to be without, and I know what it's like to have abundance. Have abundance in love and money and experience and pain. So abundance is all sorts of things. And every experience I've had up until now has given me an insight to help me help other people from all different backgrounds, all different scenarios. And so I'm grateful for every step. There's not any regrets. There's not... um, You know, there's things that were painful, of course. There's things that sometimes I think, gosh, I would change that if I did it again. But at the time, I just did the best I could, and I made mistakes, and those mistakes taught me lessons. And so remember that to you as well. If it's you listening to this who needs to hear it, or if it's a loved one or a friend that you need to share this with, or maybe you need to show a little bit more compassion and understanding. I don't know. (laughs) But just know that every experience is important. It's there for a reason. It's a lesson. Embrace it. If you're happy and you're loving what you're doing, bravo, keep doing it. And if you're not, start making changes and look for other things that are out there. So I um, will wrap this up a little bit. As I said, I am coming to you from Bodrum, Turkey, which is a beautiful peninsula sticking out in the Aegean south of Istanbul. Just across, I can almost see Leros. I can see Kos, uh, the islands of Greece, very close to Rhodes, or Rhodos, they call it here, and loving the experience. Uh, I apologize if you hear some cars. I was hoping you would just hear chickens and roosters and kitty cats. (laughs) 
Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. And every time I end a podcast, we end with a mantra. And a mantra is something that I want you to repeat to yourself several times a day. You do it several times in a row, several times a day over the next week. Look in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth, the rear view mirror of your car, or just close your eyes when you're walking. It doesn't matter. Just repeat it several times in a row, several times a day. And we've done things like act in spite of fear. We've done, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. That's one of my favorites, actually. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. But for this week, it's a little bit longer, and it's a law of attraction quote. It's not actually mine, but I love it. So I'm going to say it three times. If you need to pause and write it down, I put on a little sticky usually on my mirror so I don't forget what I'm supposed to be saying all week. So this week's mantra is, I am open to the flow of money to meet all my needs and desires. I am open to the flow of money to meet all my needs and desires. I am open to the flow of money to meet all my needs and desires. That is the mantra for the week. Money is not a bad thing. It's important. And it doesn't always have to come from the ways you think. So just be open to receiving it. And that's a wrap. So as you know, this podcast is called You Lost Me at Namaste because before I was awake, I didn't even know what namaste meant and I actually didn't really care to. Yoga was too slow for me. I'd rather do spinning or Pilates or go for a run. And not that there's anything wrong with those. Those are wonderful. But sometimes we need to slow down and relax. And all namaste really means is the soul in me or the divine in me bows to the divine in you. We are all connected. So to all of you out there, the divine in me bows to the divine in you. Have a great week. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.